Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So, if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So, my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So, that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. Hey, what's going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is Scriptwriter Steve. Welcome to my podcast, Barbecue to Movies, and today is June 9th, 2022. And guess what? It's 2.47 a.m. in the morning. I'm up late, <laughs> and I'm not doing my thing. When I say I'm doing my thing, I'm usually fixing photos and doing the wedding stuff, right? Editing wedding videos and answering emails. Now, I decided to take a break. I decided to... Watched Stranger Things Part 4. Watched a few episodes, got stuck, and all of a sudden I finished the the old season. All right, so I have to tell you, that's a really great series. If you haven't watched it, you should watch it. And guess what? There's still more to come. Uh, It's really, really a a lot of fun. The characters are really likable. There are some scenes in the last, you know... The last episode of uh, part four was where I was just yelling at the screen and telling them, hurry the hell up and just get, you know, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to, I'm not going to spoil it for you. Okay. I was about to like spill the beans there, but you know what? I just won't. All right. Anyway, today is Thursday. Um, tomorrow I have a wedding. <laughs> just popped into my head. Yeah. Tomorrow I have a wedding. Tomorrow I have work. But then t- today is Thursday. And guess what's happening uh, in the evening? Well, I guess it'll be... Maybe 12 o'clock my time, evening for you, because I'm about six hours behind New York time, and then I think I'm about three or four hours behind L.A. But guess what's happening today? The Democrats are <laughs> grandstanding once again because Joe Biden's poll numbers are in the drain. The Democrats' numbers are in the drain, and it doesn't look very good uh, for the 2022 election because it looks as though the Democrats will probably lose the House in spectacular fashion and probably lose the Senate as well. And uh, what do they want to do? They want to take the stage, grandstand, uh, and tell their story of January 6th, even though I think most Americans uh, pretty much say, are, are telling themselves, you know what? Why? Just why are we still talking about this, right? You know, January 6th, whatever you want to call it, right? If you want to call it an insurrection, that happened in 2020. I thought we're way past this already, right? And, you know, here's the thing. The Democrats, they have a way with words. They have a way with the truth. And, you know, never anything that they say is the absolute truth because it's never, they never tell the whole truth. You know, for example... For example, let's not forget that the Democrats told us for three years when Donald Trump got elected that it was the Russians that helped him get elected. It wasn't Hillary Clinton being a bad candidate. It was all of the Russians' fault, right? And then for three years, the the FBI, the CIA, and all of these three-letter agencies, and on top of that, the Democrats on top of the Hill, they claimed that... Donald Trump colluded with the Russians. They had all this huge plethora, this huge mountain of evidence and that they were going to use to actually impeach Trump. And here comes out the report, you know, put out by 
put up by all of their their henchmen, you know, in the FBI and their lawyers. And what and uh, and what comes out? Well, there's actually nothing there. So then they immediately panic and says, "We have to impeach this guy on something. What what, what should we impeach him on?" And then they impeach him on this Ukraine phone call and and accuse. Donald Trump of doing some type of quid pro quo deal with the current president when there was no quid pro quo deal because the current president or prime minister of Ukraine, whatever you want to call him, right? I'm not sure they call him. He didn't even know there was only there was a quid pro quo deal on the table. So in order for a quid pro quo deal to actually go through, wouldn't the person you're actually bribing should know about the bribe? <laughs> that's that's step one, right? Right? And then after that, they impeach him again on inciting an insurrection for January 6th, right before he's about to go out of office. And, and what, is, what is their entire motive? Well, their entire motive is to actually, you know, to, to stop Donald Trump from running for office again because they're so scared of Donald Trump. And why are they scared of him? You know, before he ran for president, they weren't scared of him at all. In fact, they invited Donald Trump they, to all of his, all, all of their, um, their, their get-togethers. You know, he was given so many awards. He was given an award by the NCAAP. You know, and all of a sudden he runs for president, and he's a racist. All of a sudden, he's a racist of the worst type, right? You know, and and he gives birth to white supremacy and Asian hate and black hate. And George Floyd was somehow his problem, right? You know, the. Derek Chauvin apparently represented Donald Trump. And all of the mass shootings all around the nation is somehow the problem of Donald Trump has just manifested. And, and right now, you know, what we're, what we're seeing right now, the United States, the entire world is just going to crap because of Joe Biden and the Democrats' policies. They did almost everything they wanted to do. And what what are we getting right now? This academic theology that has basically turned the United States of America and the rest of the world into a big, big pile of turd. Why don't we just say that, right? Let's be honest. And this is what's happening. And for the and for the first time, I think in history, you know, we're gonna see this, you know. I'm not sure what they what they're calling it right now. Uh, um, January sixth, you know, you know, cases or whatever that their argument. Why don't we just call it their argument? You know, on primetime television, which is going to be produced by good, I think the former producer of Good Morning America. So they hire out a Hollywood producer to put on a show for you. And why do they want to do this? Well, number one, they don't want to lose power in the in in the, the 2022 elections, and secondly. They want to try to actually, you know, do something to Donald Trump, you know, maybe throw him behind bars or something so he won't run again because they are scared to death of him. They are scared to death of him. Now, let's repeat what happened on January 6th, right? Just to, just to make sure, you know, there was a stop the steal rally, all right? And Americans, Republicans of all type of, you know, of all types actually showed up onto this event. Now, were there bad actors? I would say there were probably bad actors actually, you know, roaming around the area. I had a few friends who actually attended this, this, uh, this event and they attended um, Donald Trump's speech and they said there was a huge crowd there, but there were actually a few bad actors walking around with gas masks, you know, bulletproof vests looking for no good. And they said, you know what? They're going to get out of there because something's bad's going to happen. So, you know, you, when you show up, 
to a quote-unquote rally with gas masks and everything. You're looking to actually cause trouble, right? And uh, you know what happened? There was trouble that was caused. Now, was that trouble, uh, I guess, uh, directed from President Trump? Absolutely not. How many times did President Trump say that we should go there to the Capitol and peacefully speak your mind? Peacefully speak your mind. Now, the Democrats would love to take his speech out of context, like how they do with everything. I remember one time when Donald Trump said he could go into the middle of Times Square and shoot someone, right? And you would, his followers would still follow him. Now, what is that called? That's comedic rhetoric. It's officially called reductio ad absurdum, which means you reduce logic to an absurd level just to make a, make a, com- a comical argument. And all of a sudden, the mainstream media starts taking this rather serious, right? So, you know, Donald Trump, he's speaking off the cuff in some cases, and he's saying you have to be strong. You have to stand up for what you believe in. And all of a sudden, you know, stand, being strong and stand up for what you believe in, you know, translates to the Democrats into rioting. You know, they, he, they believe that's a call to riot. No, not, not at all, not whatsoever. All right. Now, this was, was it a riot? That's what I call it. it it's probably a riot. Why don't we call it, you know, it, it was a get together that, that had a few bad actors in there and got out of hand. And this stuff happens all the time. Now, I've explained this to you numerous times over, but when my Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl or even won the NFC Championship to get into, into the Super Bowl, and then they won the Super Bowl, the entire Philadelphia you know, city just went nuts. They were overturning cars, setting things on fire. They were overturning police cars, just to let you know, right? And, and, the, and the city of Philadelphia... They had to take upon extreme measures, and they had to Vaseline down light posts so no idiots would actually try to climb it, all right? You know, people do dumb things, you know, when they gather around in a crowd, and all of a sudden the group think that momentum starts going in one direction, and all of a sudden it takes one stupid person to spark something, and now all of a sudden you have people pulling down goalposts, you have, you know, people setting things on fire, and, you know, that's kind of what happens in a lot of these, you know, so-called get-togethers, right? Where you have a lot of, or just, why don't we just say, I don't want to use the word riot, but just say when you, you, you gather a big group of people together, you know, things can get out of hand very, very easily. So say, for example, these Black Lives Matter protests, right? You know, it starts off very, very peaceful. Because a lot of people are upset at what happened to, to George Floyd. They want to peacefully protest. Now, all of a sudden, they start, you know, breaking some laws here and there. We're going to, like, actually block off some streets and do all these different types of things. And people get heated because, you know, people want to get to work. They don't want to get, you know, you know, they don't want to have their freeway blocked off. And all of a sudden, you know, people start exchanging words. And now we're exchanging blows. And then cars start getting damaged and buildings start getting burned down. And, you know, then you have Antifa that, that hops into there and things just start getting worse and worse and worse. And then all of a sudden, you know, you, you have a, you know, things are on fire. The, the, the police station is on, on fire. And you know, the funny thing about it is that nobody actually gets arrested for it, right? So then when they come back, and they want to try to do it the next time, well, they said, hey, you know, we got away with burning the police station down. Why don't we try to, try to do something worse? There were 300 and plus so-called Black Lives Matter slash Antifa riots that plagued America the year George Floyd died. And uh, now there was only one so-called riot that happened on the, on the Capitol, and there was nobody that actually got killed on the opposite side. The only person who got killed was Ashley Babbitt. 
by a police officer who <laughs> I would just say flat out murdered Ashley Babbitt. That was, I, I don't see how he said that he felt he was in danger because Ashley Babbitt, Babbitt was wearing a Trump, a Trump flag as a cape. And uh, climbing, climbing, trying to climb through the, I think, a broken window with two hands. And all of a sudden, he sees a petite blonde woman with a Trump cape who's about 5'3 or 5'5 five, five or something like that. Weighs maybe about 120 pounds, soaking wet, maybe even 105 pounds. And he says, I got to kill this lady because she poses a danger to me and everyone else. Really? Really? And, and Congress gives this guy a medal. <laughs> explain that you know the, the only person who died on the january 6th uh i guess riot why don't we just call it that call it that well you know it was only ashley babbitt no one there in congress nobody there in congress was actually in any any danger and what happens when they did breach the halls there nothing nothing was set on fire not many papers were overturned i think some idiot stole nancy uh, pelosi's laptop or some woman did, and that's it. That's really, really it. And you have people who are still in jail right now um, because of what happened on January 6th. And now, you know, the Democrats, they continued their lie, all right? So, so after this whole thing, now you have to remember, the, the Democrats are compulsive liars. They will say anything, do anything to win. Now, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about the, the elections because that's a, that's a pretty easy one, right? But why don't we just say for January 6th that, um, that security guard, Brian Sitnik, they knew for a fact, he was the guy who died, they knew for a fact that he died of natural causes and they withheld his cause of death from the public so they could parade his body around, pretend that he was a victim of the January 6th riots. And, um, and, and they, they, they did that. They put his body in the capital, I think the rotunda right there, and uh, honored him during halftime, during football games, and, uh, and only about a few months after his death did they release the, the, his entire their entire like, findings of how he died, and basic basically he died of a stroke that was unrelated to any type of injury that he actually got uh, from the riots. In fact, he was a Trump supporter. Okay, so and who knows what a stroke was caused from? Because I have so many friends who are, you know, you know, who who have gotten strokes just recently. It could have been from the vaccine. Who the hell knows? But they didn't disclose that either. So now again, we have to rehash this whole January sixth thing. And you know what? I'm not going to watch it. I have a lot better things to do. I'd rather be watching Stranger Things. I'd rather be binging on um, season one and two because you know, season four came along and kind of forgot what happened in season one and two. I would rather be doing that or fixing up photos, answering emails, probably write an article or something, you know, finish up a script. You know, I, it just doesn't interest me because all I know is that you have politicians being politicians that are saying anything, doing anything, you know, and not really caring about democracy. They all say, and, and this is what, this is what they actually, I want, I'm not really, if they actually believe in this, but they'll say that what they're doing right now is to, is to protect democracy. And what they have been doing though, in, in honest truth, is taking away a person's right, a person's due process. Do you know for a fact that they're holding a lot of people who maybe had something to do with January 6th, some of them had nothing to do with January 6th, but they are holding them 
without pressing any charges for a year without any due process. Does that seem right to you? I don't think it seems right, right? <laughs> I don't know how anyone can vote Democrat right now. Do you know for a fact, and I, this, is, this is very interesting, 84% of Democrats, I just saw the stat that came out today, 84% of Democrats approve of Joe Biden's handling of the economy. <laughs> what? 84% of Democrats. Now, if, if you're a Democrat, I'm sorry. You know, if you are part of the 84%, you are a lost cause. If you can't see that everything that's happening right now is Joe Biden's fault, then you are just blind. I mean, you are a dumb idiot. Now, I saw this other thing too. Within this stat, within this stat, they, they asked, they, they asked, um, constituents, the Democratic constituents, what their number one, uh, concern was. Right, and they asked them to list things. This is imp- this is incredible. Hold on, I have to pull up my page here because I, I got to just read this off to you. Okay, so the number one concern for Democrat voters, Donald Trump. The number two concern, white supremacy. The number three concern, pronouns. Number four, police brutality. All of these things are not a threat to anyone right now. I mean, I could care less. I haven't found any white supremacists out there. I am 100% Chinese. I travel across the entire United States. I have friends who are Asian. Most of my friends are Asian because we're all born in Hawaii, right? We're all like, you know, Chinese, Japanese, you know, Filipino, all that. And they, they, everyone moves, right? And no one has any problem, you know, walking around America. No one's, no one's fearing anyone. Now, what is the number one concern for Republican voters? Same survey. Number one concern for Republican voters is not Donald Trump. It's hyperinflation. Doesn't that seem to make more sense? Number two concern. <laughs> it's kind of most, almost redundant. The cost of gas, food, and shelter. The number three concern. Useless wars. Compare that to pronouns for Democrats. So while the Democrats out there just worrying about, you know, whether or not to address them as he, she, they, or them, or Zer, or, or Zim, or whatever you want to do, Right, and whether or not you can mark X on top of your your um your driver's license, you know we're concerned about getting into stupid wars. They're not. Give me my right pronoun. What is the number four concern for Republicans? Woke education. Why don't we just say that? <laughs> we don't care about police brutality. We know for a fact that the Democrats, you know, they they always cons- they're concerned about police brutality. Now there are some bad cops out there. There's no doubt about it. I watch forensic files. There's some cops who do murder people. There's some cops out there who do actually, you know, compulsively rape people. They're like Deshaun Watson, right? You know, but by, by far, as a whole, they're not out there to get us. They're out there. They could do a better job. Okay, they could do a better job. They could stop issuing out all those speeding tickets and then start, you know, trying to catch all the criminals who are stealing our catalytic converters or breaking into homes when they're out working, right? They could do a lot of they could do a lot of things better, right? But do we have to do you worry when you walk down the street that oh my god, I'm gonna get my ass kicked by a police officer? No, not at all. Now let, let me let me be quite honest with you. You walk down the street, you walk down the street. You see four cops walking toward you. Are you running the other way? I'm not. I'm okay with walking towards four police officers. Now, why don't we just change the narrative a little? I'm walking down the street. 
I see some four hoodlums out there with their, with their baggy pants, you know, gangster colors and all that. And they're out there pushing each other. And I don't care what, you know, I, they're tattooed all over the place, right? What, what, you know, which one do I fear more? I think I fear the hoodlums a lot more. And that's not being racist. That's just practicing some common sense. So again, the number four concern is not police brutality for Republicans. Again, it's woke education. We don't want the kids to be educated, you know, you know, you know uh, to have sex education. No, it's not even sex education. It's sexual, sexual education, right? In kindergarten to, to, to third grade or even sexual education, period. You know, when I say sexual education, what they're teaching are sexual preferences. You know, <laughs> It's very frustrating for me. And when I talk to other parents, I'm not a parent myself, but when I talk to other parents here in Hawaii, I know a teacher who is actually pulling his own son out of public school because he is so concerned that, that their kid is going to be taught the curriculum that he is being forced to push. And he actually quit his job and is moving to a private school so he can teach real education. He wants to teach English, math, arithmetic, the things that count, right? He doesn't want to teach LGBTQ stuff. He doesn't want to teach what is your pronoun today. He doesn't want to teach gender fluidity. It's stupid, right? He wants kids to grow up and become smart. But unfortunately, <laughs> the Democrats have another idea for you. What do the Democrats want? Yeah, this is really interesting. If you take a look at quote-unquote woke education, they want to teach kids that America was built on racism, that white people are inherently born racist with a flaw, with a genetic flaw with them, which is actually racism. They want to teach racism in there. And then they want to tell your kid, well, I'm not sure if you're a boy or a girl. You know what? You could be both. Screw the math. Screw learning how to write your name correct. Screw learning about colors. Because even then, they have a book called The Red Crayon. I remember this, um, this person telling me a story about their kid. And um, their, their kid was in kindergarten. Or was it first grade? I don't know. Anyway, that, is, that doesn't matter. The kid comes home crying. And he tells the mom, you know, I don't, I don't understand. My, my teacher told me, they told me that the crayon in my hand was red. And I'm holding a red crayon. And all of a sudden, if I change the wrapper on the outside... You know, and it's blue. They asked me, what color is the, is the crayon? And I said, it's still red with a blue wrapper. And then the teacher said, no, it's a blue crayon. And then what happened was that they introduced um, one, of their, one of the children in there who used to be named, you know, Sam. And all of a sudden, she, they introduced her as Sally because that boy wanted to identify as a girl. And because she was, she was, he was wearing a dress all of a sudden, he wasn't a boy wearing a dress. He was now a girl. And that young kid, who is probably or is smarter than the teacher, said, no, that's a boy wearing a dress. And the teacher said, no, that's a girl. And the boy could not understand that. I can't understand that too. And, that, and the whole theory, that red crayon story is, is uh, an, uh, I guess, a methodology that is used by teachers in kindergarten through, I think, fifth grade to introduce gender-fluid kids to their classmate, uh, I, I guess, to their classmates. It's stupid. 
Again, how, they, how do they do it? They'll, they'll say, this is a red crayon, and they'll change the wrapper on the outside and put a blue wrapper on, on the outside and say, and say what, is, what type of color is this crayon? And if you say it's a red crayon with a blue wrapper, they'll say, no, this is a blue crayon. <laughs> I swear that's making kids a lot more dumb. Don't you agree? Right? <laughs> you know, number four concern should not be woke education. It should be dumb education. And of course, Joe Biden, you know, they don't, they, you know, they have, they, they don't really care. They really, really don't care. You know, right now, you know, what happened with the shooting over there in Texas, it's horrible. It's really horrible. But they are, they are actually attacking the gun again, once again. They want some type of, they want some type of legislation to legislate out, you know, this type of, you know, this type of mental illness. And you can't legislate out insanity, unfortunately. Evil unfortunately, has a way to succeed. Evil has a way to slip through the cracks. So there's no way you can ever legislate out evil. Let's not forget that murder is illegal, and it happened. You know, murder, rape, all those things are illegal, and they happen. Look at Deshaun Watson, right? You know, sexual harassment, right? Rape, it's illegal, yet he's finding a way to do it. You know, Amber Heard out there, you know, you know she's evil, Right, defaming a person is illegal, but yet they find a way to do it. So just because you make it illegal doesn't mean they won't get it. So if you make a gun illegal, it doesn't mean that that person who wants a gun can't get a gun. You know, illegal guns are pretty easy to get. It really is. You know, what do you know? I mean, graffiti is illegal, right? Look at look at all the graffiti around here. Stealing catalytic converters are illegal. Look, it still happens. What they need to do is they have to beef up the security of these schools and they have to stop making schools soft targets. And what they have to do is bring back open carry because all of a sudden, if, if you have a, you know, if you walk into a mall, if you walk into a bank and you know for a fact that, and you're going to rob the bank, right? And all of a sudden, everyone's, everyone has a gun and, you know, right there on their hip. And you see that and you say, and you, you show up there with your, with your AR-15 and you know for a fact, well, wait a minute, if I actually show up with an AR-15 at this bank, at, at this bank and everybody has a gun, well, I'm just going to get shot dead and I can't really like, you know, spend all my money. So I'm going to try to rob a soft target, right? <laughs> okay. That's what I'm going to try to do. You ever seen these, some of these videos, these YouTube videos where some, some of these idiots try to rob a gun store? Now, these gun stores, the gun owners, they're gun advocates, and they're open carry. And I, I was watching this one, this one video. It's, it's from the security footage. And I think this guy was a quick-draw guy because this guy, this, uh, the, the criminal, comes in, a thug, you brandishes his, his like, 9 millimeter, you're right at there, and immediately the, the, the gun owner um, draws a six-shooter right at his hip, doesn't even aim it, and shoots this guy dead. Right, and then he throws it around a couple of times and puts it right back in his pocket, <laughs> like a like something out of a western. It was amazing, and that guy's dead. He shot him dead. And again, you know, <laughs> you know, if 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 this if this idiot who tried to rob a gun store, you know, would have known that, hey, wait a minute, this guy over here is actually a pretty good shooter. You know, he wouldn't have done it. He would have not done it. And I bet now, since that video was out there. Nobody wants to go in there. No criminal wants to go in there and, and risk his life. They'll go rob another gun store where the gun owner isn't carrying some, something, right? <sighs> what do you know, people?
What do I know? I'm only a wedding planner. <laughs> so are you going to watch this um, expose or whatever you want to call it? This um, this parade of clowns, you know, uh, I guess on TV today. I, I, I really hope not because, you know what? Don't give them, don't give them the opportunity. Uh, you know what you know would be great? That they, they, they put this show together, right? And nobody watches it. Everyone just tunes out. You know what? Go watch Top Gun, right? <laughs> Go watch Top Gun. Go watch Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park is coming out. You know, don't tune in. You know, let them show that nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody's going to be watching. You know, make that Nielsen really ratings go negative on them. That would be awesome. That would be very, very awesome. Anyway, it's 3.14 a.m. in the morning. I better go to bed. Or maybe I'll just binge on Stranger Things Part 1. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys, gals. Really appreciate it. I'll be talking to you all soon. All right, everyone. That's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQ T.O. Movies. Yeah, the T.O. is not the number two, by the way. It is T.O., like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.